In today's transcribed adventure, Buzz and Happy are attempting to rescue a girl being held captive in a metals factory in the orbit of Jupiter Moon Number 2. They have just entered the cargo hold of the plant and have raised the face plates of their spacesuits. Commander, someone's coming. I see them through the door at the other end of the cargo hold. That's Dorch. Have your ray gun there. Yes, sir. Hey, Commander, I can't move. Something's holding my feet. Someone turned on a magnetic force field. It's holding our metal space boots. Get out of your suit. Hurry. Commander, look up above. The cargo train is coming down on us with an enduring beam on it. We've got to get out of these suits. This magnetic field under us, that beam can crush us. We'll return in just a moment with today's exciting space football adventure, Peril Over Jupiter. After completing a mission on Neptune, Commander Corey and Cadet Happy have returned to the man-made planet Terra. Now, in his central office at Space Patrol Headquarters, Commander Corey is efficiently clearing up routine business that's accumulated during his absence. He looks up as Happy turns from the communications panel a troubled frown. What is it, Happy? I hate to disturb you, sir, but it sounds pretty urgent. It's a woman named Carla Markham. She says her life is being threatened. Major Gray put her through to my office. It must be urgent. I'll talk to her. Yes, sir. This is Commander Corey. May I help you? Markham, my father was... Markham, the metals expert? I remember your father quite well, Miss Markham. Now, tell me, what's this about your life being threatened? Actually, expected it... Oh, by whom? Two men named Nelson for two years quite a lot of How, Miss Markham? My father sent away. I took charge of the space plant in the orbit of room number two. Oh, yes, I know the one you mean. In about a month, some documenting that my father owed quite a large sum... And the documents were forged? Yes, sir. I refused to pay them in. quite angry. Can you prove those documents are forgeries, Miss Markham? Unfortunately, I can't. Also, I'm afraid to direct Forgery and extortion. They've also threatened your life. I might need a serious action. Miss Markham, where are you now? Hotel Terra. Do you have those documents from Sprague and Dort? Yes, I... Can you be at my office this afternoon at 1,500 hours? Yes, Commander. Well, bring all the evidence you have. Goodbye, Miss Markham. Goodbye, Commander. Happy. Yes, sir? Check with Major Robertson. See if you have anything in the files of Nelson, Sprague, and Duke Dort. Right, Commander. Meanwhile, I'll contact Jupiter headquarters and have them space Sprague. Yes, Miss Markham. Dort and I thought we'd drop. I am Miss I was just going out. If you'll excuse me. You'll only stay a few minutes. Really, I can't talk to you now. If you're in a hurry, just give us what you owe us and we'll be on our way. I don't owe you a cent. I never did and neither did my father. Now, that's where we differ. Now, we can talk privately, Miss Markham. You have no right to force your way into this room. And a nice room it is, too. I'll look around if you don't. You know, Miss Markham, we were almost ready to blast off to your Jupiter plant, thinking you were there. Then I space upon your chief engineer and he told me you were here on Terra. Here on business? No concern of yours. I'm afraid it is. You might have caused us to make a long space flight for nothing. Hey, what's good? Did you go with the room? Mr. George, put that down. It's a Venus ceramic, and I don't want it broken. More than a ceramic will be broken if we don't get that money, Miss Markham. You've got all you're going to get. I know now that my father never owed you a single credit. All those contracts were forged. You'll have a hard time proving it. Besides, for your own protection, it would be wise to pay us off completely now. That sounds like a threat, Mr. It wouldn't take much of an accident to put that metals plant of yours out of commission. You don't frighten me. Wait, Get away from that desk. Look what I found beside the space A memo in Carla's handwriting. Give me that. Now, Miss Markham, don't you know it's rude to drag? Another story, Space Patrol Headquarters, 1500 hours. Oh, an appointment with the Commander-in-Chief. What's this about? It's none of your business. She's got all our contacts lying there, Sprague. Lucky we dropped in. You're not going to keep that appointment, Miss Markham. Oh, yes, I you're am. You're going to call it off. You'll call Corey right in front of us and tell him you jumped at wrong conclusions. Then you're going to give us the money in cash. The whole 50,000 credits. I don't have that much money. Not here on Terra. You've got it in your Jupiter bank. We'll blast off for Jupiter right after you talk to Corey. 
Now get on that. Understand, Miss Markham. This morning you seemed very upset. No, I, I was very sick. Everything. And you're in no danger? Oh, not in the least. Sorry. It's just that I didn't work him hard, and I imagine a lot of. How about those two men? Miss Markham, can you hear me? What about those two men? Uh, I was all wrong about it. Canceled. I heard from my attorney on June. I see. This morning, Commander. I'm leaving for the staff. Of course, Miss Markham. Thanks for calling. Goodbye, Commander. Will that happen? Yes, sir. Well, that means there's no appointment at 1500. We can get much more work done. Yeah. This morning, she seemed to be sure that she was in danger. And now everything's fine. Well, I guess some women like that, sir. Perhaps, but Carla Markham has done a pretty good job in operating her father's space plant. That calls for level-headed drinking. Yeah, like she said, the strain and yeah, all the wait. This morning, she told me she was planning on staying on terror for three days. Just now, she said, as I told you this morning, I'm leaving for Jupiter this afternoon. Yeah, that's right. That inconsistency might have been on purpose, maybe. Why? Perhaps she was forced to make that call just now. By Sprague or Dort? Yes. I'd to watch what she said so they wouldn't get suspicious, but I would. Could be. The more I think of it, the less likely it is that Carla Markham would accidentally misquote us. Then, in effect, she's telling you, don't believe anything I'm saying right now. Exactly. Remember that pause? Uh-huh. And I thought I heard a click. She was getting instructions, no doubt. Get an official surface car, Happy. We'll rush over to the Hotel Terra and check. Yes, sir. While you're inside the hotel, I'll stay in the car and watch. Looks like you were right, Commander. What did you find out, Happy? Miss Markham has checked out. The clerk said there were two men with her, and they left ten minutes ago. Did you know where they were going? No, sir, but I talked to the doorman. He heard one of them and told the driver of the surface cab to take him to the spaceport. And that's where we're going. Uh, we could space upon the spaceport and have the guards stop them. There's no telling what Sprague and Dorch might do to Miss Markham if they see they're in a trap. The most we can risk right now is to try to delay a blast off. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Pretty nice little cruiser you've got here, Miss Markham. I wouldn't mind having it. Don't worry, Sprite. You will. <laughs> George, Miss Markham doesn't think that's funny. You're thinking of stealing this ship. Just remember that it can be easily traced. Oh, it won't be stolen. I'll rig up a nice legal-looking transfer of ownership. Sorry, check the rear view scope, see if we're being followed. I've been watching it. We're clear. Good. We'll go to her space plant and have her write us a check. We'll take care of the two engineers and fix all your communications equipment so you can't call for help while we're in Jupiter City. If we get the money, we'll see that you're rescued. If we don't, well, we'll find a way to wreck your plant. Mark and Chip, sir. We could overtake them easily. Yeah, but if Greg and his pals see us, just put Miss Markham in danger. Let's just follow them and find out where they're going. By the fact that they're on now, it looks like it'd be Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the Markham space plant, the orbit of moon number two. Do you think they're taking her to the plant? Yeah, they might. Oh. oh, what did they turn out at that plant, Commander? High-purity metals from ores hauled out from Jupiter. Chiefly zirconium and endurium. 
The advantage of the space plant is the low gravity and the ease of maintaining a perfect vacuum. Uh-huh. The metals can be controlled perfectly by electronic heat fields and magnetic force. For example, a huge ball of molten helium can be suspended inside a purification chamber without touching the side. Wow. And the whole process is automatic. That's right, Happy. Two engineers run the whole thing. I don't want Sprague and Short to know they're being followed. Can't let them get a glimpse of the space patrol ship in their rear view. Well, we'll have to keep this much distance between it until they land, unless we have another ship. I'm going to space the phone Lowell City, Mars, and have headquarters send a small cargo ship out to meet us in space. We'll transfer to the cargo ship, and we can get closer to Sprague and Dorch without endangering Miss Markham. You might as well sit down and relax, Miss Markham. You'll wait here in the plant control room until Dorch gets back. What's he going to do to my crew? Well, it depends. If they behave themselves, they won't get hurt. Oh, here he is now. I got them both, Blake. What did you do to them? Oh, just take it easy, Miss. I merely put them to sleep with the ray gun. Did they give you any trouble? Nah. I got one of them while he was checking some instruments. The other was asleep in his bunk. I'll be out cold for only four hours. Nice work. Now, while Miss Markham is writing out a check, we can put all the space upon equipment out of commission. Start with Cargo the... ship J, sling Markham space plant, Jupiter orbit, cargo ship JC, three holding Markham space plant. Are you expecting a cargo ship? Why, uh, the supply ship bringing food to the crew. I thought you said it wasn't due for two days. Well, sometimes it comes early. Cargo ship JC, three zero two, calling Markham space plant. You better do something, Spray. Carlin, what's your chief engineer's name? Quickly. Jensen. William Jensen. Okay, keep it quiet, Dorch. I'll handle this. Markham Space Plant. Chief Engineer Jensen here. Go ahead, cargo ship. We've got something for you. Is the cargo airlock clear? It will be. Just unload the stuff. We'll take care of it later. We've got our hands full right now. All right, Jensen. We can handle it. Cargo ship out. Dorch, you go into the cargo hold and keep an eye on them. If they act sociable, impress them that we're very busy. Suppose they see I'm not one of the regular crew. Tell them you're filling in for a week. See that they get away in a hurry. Then you and I will blast off the... The cargo had to get there. Really, the space of was Sprague and Dorch were probably holding a gun on him. All right, close the hatch. Open your faceplate, Hap. I will try not. Yes, sir. I moved fast and took him by probably in the main control room waiting for a load of cargo and leave. Ready, sir. Give you fellas a hand. Thanks. Ready, you can start bringing the stuff in. Where's space patrolman, Dorch? Right. You can take us to your partner, Sprague, and Miss Martin. Hey, what is this? Go on, get moving. Hold your rig on him, Hopper. Yes, sir. Hey, Commander. I can't move. Something's holding my feet to the deck. Someone turned on the magnetic force field. Holding our space boots. Get out of your space suit. Hurry. Commander, look up above. The cargo crane is coming down on us with an enduring beam on it. You've got to get out of these suits. The magnetic field unearthed that beam from Russia. Nelson Sprague and Duke Dorch are extorting money from Carla Markin to operate the robot-controlled metals plant in the orbit of Jupiter's number two moon. The two men forced Carla to take them to the plant in her own spaceship where they overpowered the two engineers and are holding Carla. Commander Corey and Cadet Happy trailed Miss Markin's ship from Terra, then approached the metals plant in the small supply ship. Wearing spacesuits, they entered the cargo hold of the plant through the airlock where they found Duke Dorch. As the commander ordered George to take them to Carla Markham and Sprague, a powerful magnetic field was turned on beneath the deck of the cargo hold, making it impossible for the space patrolman to walk. Then, from above, a huge loading train lowered a heavy endurium beam down upon them. George, who is not wearing metallic shoes, is not affected by the magnetic field. Commander, I, I can't get out of my space suit. Something's stuck. That beam will down us in a few seconds. George, cut that magnetic field. <laughs> You'll have to talk to Sprague about that. You asked for it, Corey. You weren't invited aboard, you know. Is that Sprague? Yes, it's Sprague. I'm in the cargo control booth watching you through a view store. Stop that train. Stop it. I only wish I could lower it faster. You can't lift that piece of it. 
Mm-hmm. I'll pretend to try to dodge the train. You slide back to the airlock. And leave you here? But why can't we both? Well, don't say it. They kick me. That dodging isn't going to do you any good, Corey. Sooner or later, I can lower this beam on you. Keep out of the way, Dorch. Don't worry, Frank. Hey, the other one's getting away. Run over there and stop him, Dorch. Don't let him get into the ship. Yeah, okay. Hey, Pumbo, watch the train while I'm under it. I'm in the airlock, sir. All right, Happy. When I give the word, open it. Release the air escape valve. All right, Sprague. You can let all the air out of this cargo hold in just a few seconds. The cadet and I have spacesuits on. You can close our face plates and we'll be safe. But your partner will be in a bad way. Don't let him do it, Sprague. Stop him. Get away from that airlock. Then turn off that magnetic field and stop the train. Do what he says, Sprague. Please. Oh, all right. Now, Sprague, come down here to the cargo hold and bring Miss Markham with you. Yes. All right. But remember, we've got your pal Dort here. You remember. I've got Carla Markham. Come on, Happy. Keep your ray gun on Yes, sir. Go on, Dorch. Control you. Go on in and don't try anything. Welcome aboard, Commander. Commander, I tried to make him stop the train. Yes, I was forced to tie her up. Untie her. Are you hurt, Miss Markham? No, I'm all right, but my two engineers. What have you done to them, Spade? I was just about to tell you, You put Commander. them in the electronic furnace. All right. Now, now, Commander, there's no need to be alarmed. The temperature isn't very high in there yet. But if I were to turn this dial, it would be hot enough in that furnace to melt in durium in just a few seconds. Craig, get away from that instrument. Panel. I'll come a step nearer, Commander. But even if you shoot me with that ray gun, I still have time to spin this dial. And he'd do it, Commander. He really would. I don't doubt it. So that puts me in quite a strategic position, Commander. Unless, of course, you want to sacrifice those two engineers. I suppose you want a chance to get away, is that it? A little more than that, Miss Markham has some money in the Jupiter City Bank that I could use quite nicely. Torch and I are going after it. After Miss Markham writes it. Check. All right. Just don't hurt those men. Torch, collect their weapons. Give me a gun, Happy. There's nothing we can do now. No, there's nothing you will be able to do. Torch and I are going to smash up all the spaceophone equipment in this planet, including those in your spacesuits. Then we'll take your cargo ship and cut it loose in space. Here, Torch, you guard them while I smash up the spaceophone. The sooner we blast off, the certainly did a thorough job of wrecking the communications equipment. Mm, I'll see. Nothing but junk. But maybe there's a small transmitter somewhere that they overlook. Well, let's check with this, Markham. Where'd you go? He's trying to revive those two engineers. He sure had a close call. One twist of Sprague's wrist, and that have been part of a batch of molten and durian. Oh, here's Carla now. Any luck, Commander? No. I really smashed the equipment. How are the engineers? I'm afraid we just have to wait till the ray gun effect wears off. We could revive them. We might be able to assemble a makeshift transmitter out of some of this junk. Maybe there's a small set we've overlooked. I'm afraid they got every one, Commander. We'll have to see what we can do about rebuilding one ourselves. Where are the space phone parts, Miss Martin? There might be some in that cabinet. All right, Happy, let's get busy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll clear in the rear view scope, Frank. You didn't expect anyone to be after us, did you? I won't rest easily until Jupiter's just a pinpoint in that view scope. Relax. We've got the money. As far as the bank's concerned, Carla Markham was just paying off a legitimate business debt. Yeah, I know. But we're flying her ship. She said I'll land us from nearby planet and get another. I've got that all figured out, too. There's a friend of mine on Mars who'll meet us in space. We can abandon Carla's ship. Yeah, but what about Carla and Corey? We'll take care of them, George. That's where we're going now. Oh, 
How are you coming, Commander? Uh, we're about ready to make a test, Carla. The space phone works, we'll have help here inside of an hour. Yeah. Then we can go after Sprague and Dort. Connect this wire happen, we'll be ready. Yes, sir. Commander, isn't that a spaceship out there? Where that glint is? Yes. Seems to be coming to Hurry with that connection happen. It's all ready, sir. Maybe we can contact that ship. If it's Sprague and Dort, we won't want to. Well, let's see if the set works. Mm-hmm. The meter's checked, sir. Here goes. Attention, all space patrol units in Jupiter sector. Emergency message. This is Commander Corey aboard Markham Space Plant in Jupiter 2 orbit. Commander Corey aboard Markham Space Plant in Jupiter 2 orbit. Units in this region will proceed at once to the plant. Watch for stolen private cruiser JP450, possibly between Jupiter and this location. They got a space aboard. We got to stop them quickly. Yeah, but how? We'll wreck the space plant. This ship is an arm. We can wreck it with our rocket blast. We'll come in with our nose rocket blast. How do you know what part of the plant they're in? We'll destroy the air supply units. That'll fix them wherever they are. All right, George. Cut in those forward rockets. It's Sprague and Dorch, all right. It's my ship. It's crazy. Toward the plant without cutting speed. They probably heard our space phone want to put us out of business. If they ram us, they'll put themselves out of... Uh Uh-oh. They've got nose rockets on. Man, did the space patrol hear your message? I can't tell for sure. We don't have a receiver. They probably do. Hey, what's Sprague up to? He's not heading for an airlock. Anyway, doesn't he cut his rear rockets? He's burning fuel at both ends. Trying to wreck the plant, he'll do it, too. The air unit, he's going to wreck the air supply. Quick, Happy, close that compartment door. He's got to seal this room off from the rest of the plant. Yes, sir. Secure it, sir. Wow. They've torn off a whole hook of the plant with their nose rockets. They'll keep blasting away till they're sure we're finished. And we don't have a doggone thing to fight back with. The space patrol would only get here. They're moving around for another attack. Time we probably won't be so lucky. We ought to get out of this control room. They'll probably blast this part next. Yeah, but we can't be sure there's any air outside this compartment. Then we're healthy. Now, wait a minute. When we blasted the air unit, they tore away part of the section next to the furnace. Yes, that's where the moat and endurance cooled and rolled in place. The metal's forced in the furnace through those pipes. Carla, is this the dial that turns the furnace on? Yes. Is there endurium in the furnace? Several tons of it. Why? Well, let's heat it up. We'll give Sprague and... All right, George, let's make another pass. This time, we'll hit the control section. Well, well, let's not get too close this time. Suppose something explodes. Drake, this is Corey. Cut your rockets. Don't waste time with an argument because we don't have a receiver. If you try to do any more damage, we'll blast you to bits. Listen to that, George. Who does he think he's kidding? Drake, look, they're firing at us. Hey, what are they using? I missed you on purpose that time, Drake. We've got tons of molten endurium in the furnace. We can keep pouring it at you. George, cut in the forward rockets. We'll get him quick. Break, listen. That bolt and endurium can tear right through our ship. Do what I tell you. They've hit us. They're tearing us apart. Cut rockets. George, you hear me? Cut rockets. It's close, but look at the instruments. Our power's gone. They've knocked out our power. Greg, this is Corey. Your ship looks pretty badly damaged. Feel yourself in the cold cabin to prevent loss of air. We are losing air. Feel that compartment door quick. Just keep calm, Greg. I've got good news for you and Dorch. We just sighted a space patrol squadron headed this way. Corey, out. Dorch, did you seal that door? I sealed it. Before the space patrol gets here, there's just one thing I want to get off my chest. Yes, what is it? Just... (coughs) You and your big ideas. And now, a preview of next week's exciting space patrol adventure. Commander Corey's ship has been forced to land on Planet X in the outermost regions of the solar system. Realizing that Prince Baccarati's powerful magnetic beam makes it impossible for them to control their spaceship, Buzz and Happy have stepped out into a mist-covered valley. The question now is, where do we go from here? Head north, Happy, toward Baccarati's capital. What's that? I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't like the sound. Commander, look! It's a gigantic lizard! 
The dinosaur happiness coming toward us. Get back to the ship. Very happy. Gaining on us. What a monster. Quick, into the ship and secure the airlock. Hey. Hey, he's trying to get in. He's flying at the ship's hull. You've got to do something, Happy. He's big enough to crush this ship like an eggshell. Be sure to join us next week for the menace of Planet X. <laughs> 